This call may be recorded or transcribed.
Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Prosperous. Pam, your greeter. Is there anyone on the line who'd like to say good morning? Good morning, morning. Susie. Good morning, Susie. Good morning. God bless you. Thank you so much. Good morning, it's Demetra. Good morning, Demetra. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm just thanking God today. Hallelujah. Oh, wonderful. Are you, is this your first time calling? You've called before, Demetra? No, this is my first time calling. My friend gave it to me just now. Oh, praise God. Welcome. Who, who, invi- who invited you to the call, Demetra? Uh, Sabrina. Sabrina, praise God for that. Well, welcome, and we are so happy to have you join us this morning. Thank you. Is there anyone else on the call who'd like to say good morning? Good morning, it's Pretty Patrice. Good morning, Prosperous Pam. Good morning, Pretty. How are you? I'm good. I see your pretty faces. I'm like I, I always love your hair. I don't know why. I just thought you just beautiful. Aww. So, welcome, <laughs> welcome to the call. Great to hear yourself. Thank you, sis. Have a wonderful day. You too. All right. Is there anyone good else morning. who's joined the call? Good morning. Good morning. This is Juanita Prosperous Pam. How are you today? Good morning, Juanita. I'm wonderful and blessed. So great to hear your sound this morning, Juanita. I have a praise report. Can I um, try it and put it on the app? Um, I just want to thank everyone um, for praying for Sue Nathan, who was in a car accident um, driven by her daughter. Her daughter had a seizure and... Uh who has broken neck in two places, her back, one of her fingers was cut off and her ear was severed. Um, but she is doing, she's out of ICU. So Wonderful. Um, Praise God. continue to pray for that family, continue to pray for her. And I just thank everyone for praying. Wonderful. And then you, what did you say? Um, is, you said Sue Nathan? Yes. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Thank you. You're welcome. Anyone else join like to say good morning? Good morning. morning. It's Krishanda. God bless you. Good morning, Krishanda. My girl. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. I'm excited for miracle signs and wonders for that um, family. 
Um, that's why I need a um, prayer request. Jesus' name. Mm. Wonderful. Praise, praise God. Um, and then if, I'd like to just remind you, if you're um, not speaking, if you can go ahead and put your phone on mute. Um, that would be wonderful. Again, um, if you're not speaking, go ahead and put your phone on mute. Good morning, JC. Good morning, JC. Hi. Can I ask for yeah. a prayer real quick? I didn't have time to put it on the app. Mm-hmm. Um, my smoking, um, I went to the doctor yesterday, and hey, he has an aneurysm in the back of his head, and he's losing sight in his left eye. Can we please lift him up for healing? Yeah. What was the name again? It's Smokey. His name is Lester, Smokey. but I call him Smokey. Yes. Got it. Got Thank it, got so it, got it. You're welcome. Um, again, I hear a lot of background noise. If you could just go ahead and put your phone on mute. Your, uh, um, yeah, look down and go ahead. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Who else is that? Good morning, Prosperous Pam. This is Sister Sabrina. Thankful Thursday, everybody. God bless you all. And I would like to say a prayer request, please. Okay. Um, okay. Prayer for me and my daughter, Miracle, that peace be, you know, between us. And please pray for healing over my body. Thank you, Prosperous Pam. Got Have it, a blessed got day. It, got it. You too. Have Thank a you. wonderful, blessed day. Okay, you guys, it is now time to get started. And um, before I go there, just a reminder for prayer requests. I know a lot of times it's hard to get to it, but you can go on our app or online to declarevictory.org and submit your prayer requests there. That way I got it, you, you know, I can read it really, make sure I got everything correctly. So declarevictory.org and then go on and submit your prayer request. All right, so it is time to get started. So uh, with the hosting, before we move forward, we do ask that you mute your line so that we can proceed. Hello, my name is Prosperous Pam and I am your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets uh, Monday through Friday starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Thank you for joining us. Our monthly theme for July is entitled Purpose. Each declarer will focus on understanding that God created each of us for his specific purpose and what benefits and power we have access to as a result of living our God-ordained purpose. Make sure you invite a friend so they could be blessed too. There is one announcement today. Ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for Walk It Out Women's Call, hosted by Ms. Lisa Porter. They are studying the book, The Bait of Satan by John Bevere. The call takes place from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here by dialing the same number tonight. The prayer 
so there were no prayer re uh, requests submitted on online, but there were some spoken prayer requests. Uh, we would like to first again welcome Demetra again to the call. We're so happy um, that you joined us. I'm sure you will be blessed. Uh, we have a praise. We have a praise report for Swanita, uh, for uh, just for Sue Nathan, that car accident. Um, the daughter was uh, taken out of ICU, and let's continue to lift her up in prayer. Uh, for JC, uh, we have a prayer request um, for Smokey, who had an aneurysm, and just, uh, just God can, um, does complete and total healing. He is able. Um, and then also a prayer for Sabrina and her daughter, miracle um, and healing over uh, Sabrina's body. Uh, thank you, Lord. Okay, the order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Angela. The declaration will be brought by Jacqueline. Then we will go right into closing comments posted by the declarer. Um, I will repeat that. The declaration, uh, sorry, prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Angela. The declaration will be brought by Jacqueline. Then we will go right into closing comments posted by the declarer. The scripture for today is Ephesians 1, 1, 1 11. In him, we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of him, who works all things according to the counsel of his will. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until instructed to come off of mute. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior. Amen. God bless you. Thank you, Precious Pam. Good morning, family. Good morning, everyone. I pray that we are ready to go before the throne of grace this morning before we go into our declaration. So, Father, we give you glory on this morning. We thank you, Father. We glorify your name. We thank you, God. We thank you for visiting us this morning. We thank you, Father, for standing by our bed, God. Hallelujah. We thank you for the purpose and the plans that you have for us on today, Father. We glorify your name and we lift you up, God, because you are great and worthy to be praised. You are mighty. You are holy. You are righteous. You are excellent. And Father, we love you. Hallelujah. We adore you and we praise you. Hallelujah. Oh God, Father, we thank you that we woke this morning with you on our mind. Hallelujah. And it is no goodness of our own, but it is because of your grace. So we say thank you, Father. Thank you for a mind to seek you. Thank you for eyes that look for you. Thank you, Father, hallelujah, that a, for a heart that pants after you, a heart that sees, Father, hallelujah. Father, we glorify you. You are wonderful and mighty. What would our lives be without you, hallelujah? Oh, God, there is none other like you. No one else can save. No one else can 
bless. No one else can keep. No one else can love. No one else can nurture. No one else can teach. Hallelujah. We give you glory because you are mighty and holy, God. Thank you, God. Thank you. You are the lover of our soul. Hallelujah. You are our strength and our peace. Hallelujah. Oh, God, we say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. It is you, hallelujah, who has blessed us on this wonderful day. And, Father, we say thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you for this month of purpose. Thank you for all that you have taught us. Thank you, Father, hallelujah, for all, Father, of the wisdom we can gather from this month so far, God. Hallelujah. And apply it to our lives, God. We don't take your word lightly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, we don't take being your children lightly. Oh, God, for your love is great and it is merciful and it is good, Father. Thank you. Oh, God, open our eyes to what we have not seen, God, that you would for us to see. Hallelujah. Oh, God, Father, oh, God, allow us to walk continuously in purpose, God. And those of us who may not know our purpose, God, we seek you and only you, God. Hallelujah. Oh, God, we seek you for answers, God. We seek you, Father, for understanding and knowledge and direction and wisdom to apply it, God. We seek your face, God, and we say thank you, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, oh, God. Oh, wonderful Savior, hallelujah. Father, we lift up those, uh, Father, requesting prayer, hallelujah. We we, um, put smoky before you, God, asking for healing, for aneurysm, God, asking for healing, hallelujah. Father, you said healing is the children's bread, and you've given us power to decree a thing, and it shall be so. So we declare Smokey's healing. We declare his eyesight. Hallelujah. Is normal. He will not lose his eyesight. Hallelujah. We declare healing and restoration of his brain. Hallelujah. Of the vessels in his brain. Hallelujah. We bind that aneurysm and everything causing it in the mighty name of Jesus. We honor you and we thank you. Hallelujah. For the complete healing and restoration. Father, we lift up Sue, Nathan, and her daughter, God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the miracles. Hallelujah. We thank you for the healing. We thank you, Father, for the directed prayers. Hallelujah. Oh, God, Father, we honor you. Your goodness, Father, your goodness have brought them out of ICU. We thank you for complete and total healing. We thank you for restoration. We thank you for normalcy of life, God. We thank you for their testimony. We thank you, hallelujah, that many souls will hear their testimony and seek to know you and shall be saved because of their testimony. We thank you for their lives and their lives being blessed, God, and restoration of finances, restoration of automobile. Hallelujah, their complete and total healing. We declare it now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We lift up Jacqueline, Father, and her daughter in the name of Jesus. In the, I'm so sorry. We lift up Sabrina, God, and her daughter, um, Miracle, in the mighty name of Jesus for their healing and restoration, for family restoration, for physical healing, any way that ails their body, God. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. You know specifically what things are, God. Hallelujah. And you said that you would give us the desires of our hearts. So the request has been made before you. So, Father, we stand, hallelujah, lifting them up before you, declaring healing, declaring restoration. So, God, we thank you on this morning. So, Father, as we come off of mute, corporately praising and giving you glory for our lives, our families, hallelujah, our families, hallelujah, for those that hallelujah, have hallelujah, uh, glory prayer, to hallelujah. Name, oh God. We thank you, God. We thank you, Thank you for the Father, we give you glory, honor, and praise 
So, Father, we thank you now, hallelujah, as we go forth in this call, God. We thank you for the declaration and the declarer. We thank you, Father, for Sister Jacqueline. We lift her up before you. And we ask, Father, hallelujah, that you use her for your glory, that every word that she speaks, hallelujah, comes straight from the throne and goes down in our souls, Father, hallelujah, and it is embedded on good soul, and it would turn over and produce on today. Father, we give you honor, glory, and praise on this morning, and we thank you for the honor and opportunity to come before you and to worship you and give you praise. In Jesus' precious and holy name, we pray, amen and amen, and I turn it over to our declarer, Jacqueline. God bless you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, and good morning. Oh, we bless the Lord this morning. Hallelujah. That prayer has stirred something. And so I pray, I know it's 6 a.m. there on the West Coast, but God, we thank you. Hallelujah. Father, we bless you like a refreshing autumn rain. God, we thank you for your presence this morning. Oh, we magnify you, Lord God. We exalt thee. We extol thee. Father, we thank you. So we have come to magnify your name and to lift you up, oh God. Father, we thank you for what it is that you have done and that you are doing and will do. Move by your spirit today, Lord God. Father, I thank you even now for the stirring. I thank you that you have already moved. And God, as it was said, I thank you that your word would go out and it would cause us to produce fruit from that which is already within us. God, I thank you this morning. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you that it's the encouragement that we need. We find it in your word. You said if we would seek you, Lord God, we would find you. So this morning, early in the morning, oh God, I thank you. Early in the morning, there are those see us this morning who have gotten up and set our minds on you. We have searched for you, oh God, and it's with our whole heart. I thank you, Father, that it would be marked that it's today, July the 20th, for someone that this was the turn. This was what they needed, and God, it's because of you and your mindfulness. For what is, what? who are you, God, that you are mindful of us? Who are you to be mindful of us? For you have made us just a little lower than the angels. So God, we thank you for this visitation today. Holy Spirit, Thank you for illuminating the word. Hallelujah. Thank you for opening up our eyes for the entrance of thy word. It gives understanding and it brings light. It brings light and gives understanding. So, Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. 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 We bless his holy name. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Today is Thursday. Hallelujah. July the 20th. And I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful to be in the land of the living and not just here, but feeling like I could go on just a little bit more. I know that might sound churchy and old school Baptist. It's my roots, but I'm thankful. I've had some days in past weeks where it was challenging. So I'm thankful for Declare Victory and to this month's theme of purpose, 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 purpose for everything God created. There is a purpose under the heaven. And so nothing that he was that he made was made on accident, that it was made without without purpose. I've said to some I've said sometimes that God wastes no DNA. If he created it, it has purpose. Uh, and to lighten the moment even a little bit, sometimes we look at certain creatures in the earth and we say, well, what was the purpose of that? We look at a possum sometimes and how it is not the most uh, pleasant to look at creatures. Or what about the cockroach? What is the purpose of these things, God? Because, or insects, 
insects or gnats, but he knows exactly why he created everything and he created everything with purpose. And he can use everything and he does. He can use anything, things that we would throw away, things that, that we don't even consider. God created it and it has purpose. So I rejoice for purpose this morning. You this morning have purpose. You, yes, you, you have purpose. And even in the things that you're dealing with and don't understand necessarily why it is the way that it is, but even that thing has purpose, has purpose, has purpose. The word tells us in Romans 8 and 28, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and them who are the called according to what? To his purpose, to his purpose. So we're going to continue to talk about purpose. And in June, we talked about uh, continuing to hear a, the same word over and over and over again. But repetition, repetition. Sometimes we read in scripture when Jesus says, verily, verily, or truly, truly. Why would you say it twice? I really want to get your attention. I want you to understand this. There are some things that it's not enough not many things actually that you hear it one time and you get it. No, sometimes you got to hear it again and then you need to hear it again and hear it again. So here we are on the 20th and we're going to hear it again. We're going to hear and discuss purpose again. So we bless God again this morning. I thank all of you faithful warriors and participants in Declare Victory on this call. I enjoy hearing the testimonies of how this has, how it came to be and how it has grown over the years and what it's doing in the lives of people. And there are testimonies that will not be heard as people don't always come back and say, but I thank God and I know that it has gone to the nations. It has gone beyond the zip codes of these United States and it has everlasting fruit, everlasting fruit. So we thank God for Declare Victory and the work that God gave our beloved sister Dion and he is continuing to breathe on it and to increase it because he is that kind of God. He multiplies. He multiplies, he multiplies. So this morning, we'll get to it. We'll get to it um, thinking about purpose, thinking about purpose. There may seem to be a theme. A few of the people that I'm going to talk about today, all of them, their names happen to begin with the letter J, <laughs> with the letter J. Uh, it just so happens as I sat down to study, and as God does, he can bring something back to you, and it applies now. It was a good word then, but as it relates to what we're going to talk about, even our purpose has studied. That which we have studied before, uh, be careful about receiving a word and rejecting it or setting it aside because you believe my life doesn't need that word. I don't need that. But the truth is, when the word comes to us saying, God may cause us or allow us and compel us to share it with someone else. If you've ever been in a place where you've heard a word and you say, my finances are good, or that doesn't apply to me, but then you run into someone, you're in a conversation with someone and the very thing they're telling you about, if the solution was in the word that you heard that you didn't believe you needed, maybe not in that moment, but you know, I'm glad I listened to that message this morning, or I'm glad I called into the prayer call. I'm glad I sat in on that live. I'm glad I went to that conference because the word that was given, I really didn't understand how it, what it meant for me. Maybe I got something. I'll say I got a little something out of it, but you know what? I know why I was there now. It was for you. It was for this phone call. 
It was for this email. It was for this text exchange. It was for this very moment. God allowed me to hear that then, and I can use it now. So sometimes he will, because that's just who he is. I gave you something before, and you might not have seen how or what I would do with it, but he doesn't waste his words. He doesn't waste his words. He tells us his thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are not our ways, but God has a way of using everything that he has given us. So he's given, uh, reminded me of some things that he shared in the past and, and for the purpose of this call and our discussion of purpose, I don't want us to forget while we're here this morning and this month, we're talking about purpose. We're talking about purpose. We're talking about purpose. A definition of purpose is the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. Purpose, the reason, it's the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. The fact that we yet exist, there is purpose, there's purpose, there's purpose, there's purpose. Some people, they wake up and, and, and it might sound like it's a, it's a downplay or you know God must have a purpose, that's why I'm still here. He has a purpose, whether you're here or not. But for some people, that's really, they're trying to muster up the strength to say, you know, I really don't even feel like being here anymore, but there must be purpose for me. There must be purpose. And it was said earlier in the month that we were purpose before we were a person. Dion shared that we were purpose before we were a person. So yes, let's not downplay uh, God's plan for our lives, God's plan for creation, because he had purpose in mind when he created everything. And there's a reason for which something is done or created or why it exists. So one of the names I want to talk about this morning, one of the individuals, her name is, we may pronounce it Yoshebed or Yochebed. And this is Moses's mother, Moses's mother, and less about his mother than it is about a thing, something, the, the reason for which something is created or done. So in the book of Exodus chapter two, Exodus chapter two, we are introduced to a woman and a man. Uh, we don't have their names in this moment, but we learn later Moses's name is Yoshebed or Yochebed. Exodus two, chapter, chapter two, verse one. About this time, a man and a woman from the tribe of Levi got married. The woman became pregnant and gave birth to a son. She saw that he was a special baby and kept him hidden for three months. She saw that she was pregnant with, she gave birth to a special baby and kept him hidden for three months. But when she could no longer hide him, she got a basket made of papyrus reeds and waterproofed it with tar and pitch. And I want to stop right there. There was purpose for what it is that this woman did. She recognized something about this child. This was her third child. She had other children, and their names are Aaron and Miriam. She had a son named Aaron and a daughter named Miriam, and now she has a son named Moses. We don't know his name in the moment, but because we're on this side of the story, we know this information. But if we were reading this for the first time, we might be waiting with bated breath to know, is there, is, what are the names of these people? Where are they exactly? But she could no longer hide him, him who, the baby that she gave birth to, the special baby that she had. There was something about 
this child that she knew. And sometimes mothers, we can agree, some of us have this or have experienced this, not everyone, but it is recorded that this mother knew there was something special about this baby that she gave birth to. There was a decree in the land at this time that the Hebrew women, when they gave birth, if it was a son, the, the sons were supposed to be murdered. The king had given an order, Pharaoh had given an order rather to kill all of the sons. Well, why is that? So that the Hebrew people could no longer advance. If we can kill the male children, then this will stop reproduction. So it wasn't just that he was a, a special, she saw something special about him, but it was also that he was a male child. And the order in the land was all male children born of Hebrew women, they were to be killed so that this the goal was for this group of people to really a genocide, to be eradicated, to be wiped out. You can continue to have female children, but you won't be able to reproduce anymore if we kill off all the male children. So she has a situation on her hand. I have a son and there's something very special about this baby. So this mother wanted to protect her child, even if it meant breaking the law. So purpose, purpose, purpose. As she sees this child, she decides, well, I've had him and I've protected him. The, the midwives that were assigned to kill the children, we read, and if you would read in chapter one and see what happened with them, Pharaoh couldn't understand why do these women keep having babies? And I told you to kill the Hebrew male children. What's happening? And these midwives says the Hebrew women are different. They delivered before we got there, but they were really on assignment and they believed God and they refused to kill these children. So here we are again, this male child that was born, but his mother says she, when she couldn't hide him anymore, I've been able to keep this infant male child close to me that a, that it, the order, the order in the land is to kill him, but I'm going to hide him. But now I have a situation. I got to do something about it. I refuse to kill him. I refuse to expose him, but I'm going to do something and I'm going to look around what is before me. What can I do to protect this special child of mine who is a male that is desired to be killed? She looked at the papyrus reeds that were along the Nile River. They were plentiful and many streams into which the Nile River, it divided the region this, in this particular area of Egypt. It says papyrus reeds, they were light and they were flexible. They were well suited for basket weaving. So she took the papyrus reeds and, reeds and she waterproofed it with tar and pitch. So she has a strategy. She has a way. I'm going to make a basket for my child and I'm going to waterproof it. And then I'm going to do something that might seem a little dangerous. She put the baby in the basket and laid it, it what the basket with the baby among the reeds along the bank of the Nile River. So she puts her baby, her male child in a basket that has been waterproofed and she places it in the Nile River. Yes, the same creatures that exist today existed then. So this was dangerous because the baby could have been eaten by an animal. It could have, uh, anything could have happened to it. But she believed because this baby was special and she believed in God that I'm going to do what I can do and I'm going to trust you, God, with the rest. When we have purpose, when we have purpose, while we might not understand all of it, if we are still inclining our ear to God and his sayings to do what it is that he has told us to do, then something like, I'm going to take this risk at the leading of the Holy Spirit, I'm going to put my baby 
in a basket, and I'm going to put it in the water. Verse 4, we're in Exodus chapter 2. The baby's sister then stood at a distance watching to see what would happen to him, the baby that's in the basket that is now floating down the Nile River. I wanted to just emphasize the papyrus reeds and how something that to somebody else might look like, well, what could we do with a papyrus reed? Well, it was that papyrus reed and the skill of this mother and her hands weaving them together and then lining it with pitch and tar to waterproof it so that her baby would have an opportunity to live. Well, that says a lot. How did she know what would happen? I'm going to use what I have around me. I'm going to trust God with it. And I'm going to believe that he gave this to me. And I believe there's something special about this baby. I believe there's something special about this skill or this talent or this ability that he gave it to me. He gave to me. He gave it to me for purpose. And the long, the short, you have to read the story. Some of you may know, but the baby ends up being found in the reeds. The baby was crying and there was a woman from the house of royalty, from the Pharaoh's house itself. And he ends up being removed from the water. And that's where he gets his name, Moses. He's removed from the water and he's, he's able to live. Not, he, he was found to be a Hebrew baby. He was a Hebrew male child. And there's several things inside of it, but I really wanted to talk about the papyrus reeds, how there was purpose even for the reeds. And this baby's life was spared because his mother held on close to him and then took the thing that she saw around and preserved his life, placed him in the water, and he lived. The next J name I want to tell you about is that as Jonah. Jonah, this was discussed earlier on the in the call. Jonah, Jonah chapter one, verse nine. Jonah says to the men on the ship, because he's running from his assignment, his purpose at that time was to go and preach against the city of Nineveh. It was full of people who had become wicked, and God said the wickedness of a people had come up to his nostrils, and he was tired of it, and he wanted them to be saved, but he needed a prophet to go and give a word to them. Well, this prophet, another J name was Jonah. Jonah, however, felt some kind of way about God liking these people because he didn't understand why would you want to save them? Why would you want to preserve such a people? God didn't change his mind. The scripture tells us the word of the Lord came unto Jonah saying, get to Nineveh, that great city, and preach against it for their sin has risen to me. Jonah decides he doesn't want to go. He doesn't want to go. He pays his own money. Sometimes we get good and grown and we take our own paycheck and we think I'm going to go here and I'm going to go there. And we do. But we find that, you know what, where can you go and be hidden from God? Nowhere. Not even in the basket, in the, re in the reeds of the Nile River. God protected that baby of Yohebit. He protected that baby and allowed him to live. So here is Jonah on the run on the run from his purpose, his calling, his assignment, and he's going to go another way. But he runs into, he finds a place, he thinks he's found shelter or safety among the people, but he's on another. We're finding ourselves in water again. Here we are with another body of, a body of water. A storm arises on this boat, and the people are quick to ask a question to Jonah. They say, wait, wait a minute now, something, something has happened. And I like that God tells us this. Jonah chapter one, verse nine. So he, Jonah, he said to them, I am a Hebrew and I fear the Lord, the God of heaven who made the sea and the dry land. 
I love when God gives us a detail and he shares it with us again. Jonah says, okay, listen, all of this has happened. Who, who are you? Do, you? do you know your name and who you are? Do you know what you're called for? Do you know why you are here? Briefly taking a step away from this story, from this account, I want to go to Isaiah 43. Isaiah 43, a favorite scripture that I like to reference. Isaiah 43, verse 10, God says, but you are my witnesses, O Israel, whose name was changed from Jacob to Israel. You are my witnesses, O Israel, says the Lord. You are my servant. You have been chosen to know me. Purpose. We've been chosen to know him. Believe in me. Purpose. To believe in God and understand that I alone am God. There is no other God. There never has been and there never will be. That's quite the salutation. That's a mic drop. God is saying, listen, there is no other God. As if that wasn't enough, he says, and there never has been and there never will be. What is your purpose? What is your purpose? What is your purpose? Rick Warren wrote a book years ago, The Purpose Driven Life and The Purpose Driven Church. And it was said at one time that of the top 10 questions that was asked, and it may still be, what is my purpose? What is my purpose? The issue isn't the question, it is where we are seeking our answer. We go back to the creator of a thing to understand it. If you purchase a laptop today or any device and you want to know how is it supposed to function, do you go and ask the, the manufacturer of another device? No, you go to the one who manufactured or created that thing. You might go to someone who has it and they may be able to tell you what they know about it, but they are not all knowing. They don't know everything about the thing. So it would be wise for you to go back to the creator of the thing. So when you ask yourself this question, what is my purpose? Perhaps it's not your godmother that you ask. You could, and you might get an answer, but I would suggest that the answer would be not incorrect, but incomplete, as Darius Daniel says. If you want to know, you want to go to your creator. And he is, hallelujah, he is the sovereign God. He is the creator of heaven and of earth. Everything that he made, every, in the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was with God, and in the same was the beginning. So we go to the creator. We go to God and we ask him. He tells you right here, you are my witnesses, says the Lord. You are my servant. You have been chosen to know me. My purpose is I'm one of the, I've been created to know him. I've been created to believe in him and to understand that he alone is God. So every day, am I walking in my purpose? Am I choose have I am I knowing him more today am I believing in him more today am I understanding that he is God and God alone so when situations arise what am I going to know what am I going to believe what am I going to understand what will I remember that there is no other God there never has been and there never will be don't get it twisted, God says, oh, there never, not only am I God, there never has been another one and there never will be after me. When we can really understand who it is that we have been created by, who our creator is, how powerful he is and what he has chosen to give us and to do for us and that we're able to do not just what Jesus did, but he said we would be able to do greater works than these. But you got to know. You got to know that you're chosen to know him, to believe, and to understand that he is God. 
It's not going to be in a book outside of him. You can get some information, but go back to the one who created you. That would be purpose. Oh, you were created with purpose and your purpose is found in him. Yes, he can use individuals. He gives gifts to the church, and he has for the purpose of equipping us until he comes, until the perfect, we are perfected. But go first to him. Go to him. And if he leads you to someone else, wonderful. But we want to skip steps sometimes, and we think our purpose can be found in books and in classes and symposiums and uh, different things that we go to. I'm not saying he doesn't use those things. But have you ever decided that my purpose, I want to know it and I should go to the one who created me? You want to know something about a light flashing in your car? You can go to the owner's manual. Why is that? Because the manufacturer, the creator, the engineers of your vehicle, they have specified some things and given you information. How, how much should I inflate this tire with air? Do you just guess based on the last car you have? You could, but you might make a mistake. And that's dangerous. So you have to look at your, there's a, there's a label on your vehicle that tells you it's a tire pressure, uh, it has tire pressure information. So what, how, how should I inflate this? The information is available and it came from the one who manufactured it, who designed it, the one who created it. And so our God, who created us, we go to this book that he has written. We go to Jesus who says, I come in the volume of the book. We go to Holy Spirit who dwells on the inside of us and we ask him the question, what is my purpose? And then what is the purpose of this thing happening in my life? What is the purpose of this? Is there a lesson? What am I supposed to do with this? Help me to understand the purpose for which I am here, the purpose for which this exists, the purpose for which this has been presented. We'll go back to Jonah, who is in the boat. He tells the people, they're wondering, something has changed, and we got to understand this. Why has this happened? What is going on? Why is this happening? Jonah tells them who he is. And after several uh, attempts to save his life at the risk of theirs and, and great loss of their things, that, that their, their cargo, they threw things over. But Jonah finally says, throw me over. They didn't want to do it. But finally they did in verse 15. So they picked up Jonah and threw him into the sea. And the sea ceased from its raging. The purpose of that storm was to get Jonah's attention. The purpose of the storm was to get Jonah's attention. Then the men, verse 16, feared the Lord exceedingly and offered a sacrifice to the Lord and took vows. God used it for ministry. For Jonah ended up being an evangelist even on the boat. These men, they recognized the God of Jonah, the God, he, the God in Jonah coming after Jonah on that ship. I am a Hebrew and I worship the God of dry land. These men now feared that God exceedingly and offered a sacrifice to the Lord and took vows. But it's verse 17. Now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Less about what he did when he got there, but the fact that there was purpose that God used this fish for. There was a purpose. God prepared a 
fish to swallow up Jonah. There are situations that we find ourselves in and what was the purpose of this situation? There was purpose in the divorce. There was purpose in the foreclosure. There was purpose in the move. There was purpose in the denial. There was purpose in the fill in the blank. There was purpose. There was purpose. God prepared a great fish to swallow Jonah. Come on, imagine it. If a fish could swallow a man, he could absolutely digest and consume the man. But this fish, his purpose only was to hold Jonah. He couldn't consume him. Even the fish was on assignment. Even the fish had purpose, and his purpose was to hold Jonah until I tell you to let him go. Years ago, a lesson, whose belly are you in? What is the purpose of this belly? Might be a a less than optimal optimal living situation. This place where I live, it's it's infested. It's, It's not safe, but God has me here. I just feel like, well, if he, if you would be obedient and get to where he told you to go, but until then I have created something that may not be desirable, but until you can get your head together, until you can come back to me, I'm not going to let the earth and her bars swallow you. That's what Jonah said. Had he just been thrown into the sea, he would have died, but God prepared a fish to rescue him. So some of the bellies that we are in are really our rescue spaces. And he uses it until we get our minds right. And then we come out and step into the purpose for which he created us. The Bible says that God then caused after Jonah prayed from the belly of the fish. He didn't pray when he came out. He prayed while he was in there. And then God caused the fish, Jonah chapter 2, verse 10. So the Lord spoke to the fish. The same fish he had prepared. So the fish is on assignment. The fish is following instructions more than Jonah had at that time. Jonah ran, but thanks be unto God for purpose. I have I have a fish, Jonah. Okay. And this is going to be your underwater transportation to help get you to your purpose, your destination. Verse 10. So the Lord spoke to the fish and it vomited Jonah onto what? dry land. What did Jonah say about himself to those men? He told them his name. My name is Jonah. I am a Hebrew and I worship the God of dry land. So we see dry land again. The water, the Bible again, Jonah says the earth and her bars could have swallowed me, but God sent a fish to rescue him. So the the thing that God had, the purpose that Jonah had, God had a purpose for Jonah, and it was to get to Nineveh. Chapter 3, verse 1, now the word of the Lord came to Jonah the second time, saying, back in Isaiah 43, that he says, to know that I am God alone, and there never has been, and there never will be. God didn't change his word. And the word of the Lord came to Jonah the second time, saying, arise. Go to Nineveh, that great city, and preach to it the message that I tell you. It's the same message Jonah got. God didn't change Jonah's instructions. Our purpose doesn't change just because we go wayward, just because we go left, because we go right, because we hide, because we take a sabbatical, because we take a season off. No, your purpose is still your purpose. And the word is going to come to you again saying, So you want to come out of the belly? You want to come out of that situation? Then I I implore you this morning to pray to the God of heaven, the God of earth, the creator of all things and say, God, what is my purpose? 
And when he shows it to you a second time, when he tells you, then pray right where you are that he might cause the thing that you have found yourself wrapped up in, tied up in to let you go, that you might step into the thing, the purpose, and that it would release you and you would be found there again. Jonah was found. He quickly got to Nineveh. Nineveh and Tarshish are about 2,500 miles apart. He didn't go a little distance. He didn't go from one city to another city in the same state. No, 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 no. It was 2,500, approximately 2,500 miles apart. So you absolutely, absolutely need some supernatural transportation to get you from here to there in that amount of time. God used that fish to preserve his life and to transport him quickly to Nineveh. Only, only our God could do something like that. Today, I don't know how far you are from your purpose, but I want to tell you that God is yet available to help deliver you there and to get you there in time. Will you do what he's purposed you to do? That would be the question. The last J for today is Jeremiah. Jeremiah, 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 the Jeremiah, the prophet maybe one of the most quoted verses, Jeremiah 29 and 11, that we read, a lot of people uh, saved or not, we may have this as a decal on our wall in our bathroom somewhere, but without knowing, and I've shared this before, but Jeremiah 29 and 11, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. Verse 12 says, though in those days when you pray, I will listen. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. I will be found by you, says the Lord. I will end your captivity and restore your fortunes. I will gather you out of the nations where I sent you and will bring you home again to your own land. These words are exciting. We grab them because they're good. Oh, God knows the plans he has for me. But you all, these words were given to them after a very harsh sentence that was told to them by the prophet. He read a letter to them and told them that you are going to be in captivity for 70 years. You're going to Babylon. But when you get there, I want you to build houses. I want you to plant vineyards. I want you to find wives for your sons. I don't want you to diminish while you're there, these 70 years that you're going to be sent away. And so when we get to 29 and 11, after they say all of these things that are, were hard to hear, he says, because I know the plans I have for you. So yes, it's hard. Yes, you're going to go away and you're going to experience something for a set amount of time. But don't worry. I know the plans I have for you. I'm going to bring you back. And then when you pray, I'm going to hear you. In those days, I'll listen. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you'll find me. I'm going to end your captivity and restore. Hallelujah. I'm going to restore your fortunes. I'll gather you out of the nations where I sent you, but I'm going to bring you back to myself. I'm going to bring you home again to your own land. Jonah, you're going to get to Nineveh. You'll have it. Your baby is going to make it because I have purpose for Moses not to just be drawn out of this water, but he's going to be the deliverer of his people. Oh, there's purpose for us. There's purpose. There's purpose. There's purpose. Jeremiah chapter one. These are the words of Jeremiah, son of Hilkiah, one of the priests from the town of Anathoth, 
in the land of Benjamin. The Lord first gave messages to Jeremiah during the 13th year of the reign of Josiah, son of Ammon, king of Judah. The Lord's messages continued throughout the reign of King Jehoiakim, Josiah's son, until the 11th year of the reign of King Zedekiah, another of Josiah's sons. In August of the 11th year, the people of Jerusalem were taken away as captives. Just because things get challenging and we experience captivity, God is still with us and our purpose remains. Chapter two, verse one, the, I'm sorry, chapter one, verse four, the Lord gave me this message. This is Jeremiah speaking. I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations. Verse six, oh, sovereign Lord, I said, I can't speak for you. I'm too young. Verse seven, the Lord replied, don't say I'm too young for you must go wherever I send you and say whatever I tell you. And don't be afraid of the people for I will be with you and will protect you. I, the Lord, have spoken. Then the Lord reached out and touched my mouth and said, look, I have put my words in your mouth. Today, I appoint you to stand up against nations and kingdoms. Some you must uproot and tear down destroy and overthrow. Others you must build up and plant. Purpose, purpose, purpose. Yohebit found purpose with the papyrus reeds. Jonah found God's purpose for his life and the, and the fish found a new purpose that day as a container, not a consumer. Bless your name, God. Bless your name. He could not consume Jonah. He could only contain him. And Jeremiah has been found. His purpose is being explained to him. Your age does not matter. Does it doesn't matter. It's not a qualifier or a disqualifier. It's God's choosing you. That's what makes it so. Don't say you're too young, Jeremiah. And let's grab this verse nine. Then the Lord reached out and touched his mouth. He says, I have put my words in your mouth. So as we're speaking, make sure we're saying his words. Make sure we're saying his words. We don't give the people our words. We give them his words. And I'll end with Isaiah 55 and 10. Mm, thank you, May. Thank you, God. Actually, let's go to Isaiah 55, verse 8. My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord. And my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. Clearly, God, because we would have never thought to send a fish as a rescuer. Hallelujah. Verse 10, the rain and the snow come down from the heavens and stay on the ground to water the earth. They cause the grain to grow, producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry. The King James says, seed for the sower and bread for the eater. Verse 11, it is the same with my word. Glory to your name, God. It is the same with my word. I send it out and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish what I want it to and it will prosper everywhere I send it. You will live in joy and peace. The mountains and hills will burst into song and the trees of the field will clap their hands. I place my words in your mouth. Jeremiah. Speak my words. 
receive today, believe today that the Lord has words yet he's placing and he places them in our mouth. The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth. So what is my purpose? I am his witnesses. I am his witness in the earth. I have been chosen by God to know him and to believe and to understand that he is God. And when I open my mouth, I will release his words and his words will produce. They always produce. They do not return unto him void. Purpose, 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 purpose. The reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. That's my declaration for this morning. I thank God for his word and I pray that it gives someone just the courage to stop searching in here and there for an answer that's already within you. We have the hope of glory, Holy Spirit on the inside of us. The answer that you're looking for, it really is already within you. It really is. The Wizard of Oz, a historical movie. But here Dorothy is, and she's thinking all this time that she just wants to get home. That's what she wants. That's her desire. But because she doesn't know that what she wants is already within her, she spends time becoming this great, nice person, helping other people. Each of them, the things that they were looking for, they already had it. We got to go within reach within. Home was already within her. I know it's a movie, but to help paint a picture for you and bring it here, it's already within you. Let's stop trying to help the scarecrow and the lion and the tin man. The one who had the most heart thought he needed a heart. The one who was already brave but lived beneath it. The lion? A lion? Come on. And the scarecrow, the smartest one of them all, but home, Dorothy already had it. Your purpose Oh, it's already in you because God put it in you. So you're searching externally for something that's internal. So I, I come against this extrinsic search for something that already exists intrinsically within us. Holy Spirit, would you cause our eyes to be open to the purpose for which we were created, the purpose for which God created us, the purpose for which we exist. And we would spend time knowing you, knowing you, believing you, and understanding why you have placed us in the earth. We thank you for purpose. Thank you for our individual purpose. Thank you for our collective purpose. And we believe that we'll walk in our purpose. Bless your name. Oh, hallelujah. Well, at this time, we want to open the line for those who did not get to say good morning, we're going to offer it to the men first, to the men on the line, to the men who are here. If you want to say good morning, lend your sound, we invite you at this time. Any men on the line want to say good morning? Okay. Okay. Ladies on the line, if you're here for the first time and you did not get a chance to say hello, we would love to for you to say hello to us. Hello. If you're on the line this morning and a first time caller, let us know you're here or you have not offered your sound before and just want to say hello um, at this time. 
Anybody? Good morning. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Good morning. Good morning. I did at the beginning of the call. I'm new. Uh, this is my first day. I was invited by Sister Sabrina, and I just want to thank God, too, for her and Jericho, and, and thank you also uh, for your prayers. Uh, I, I'm battling with uh, four brain aneurysms, and it has me uh, in a storm right now. And uh, I'm just asking if you would please pray for me. Yes, tell me your name again, please. Demetra. Okay, Demetra. Yes. Okay. I had breast surgery in July 13 of 2020. I, I, I'm facing another uh, brain surgery and no longer working on my job. So I'm just trying to process a, a lot right now. Okay. <clears throat> well, Demetra, I want to pray for you right now. Uh, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, God, that you know all things. God, I thank you that you are the healer. And so, Father, for this, your beloved daughter, Demetra, we lift her up before you in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you that there is nothing too hard for you. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? You said, no, there is not. So, Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus. And, God, I call forth faith even now in her, for faith is what pleases you, Lord God. Father, I thank you that her words are laced with faith, that what she speaks and what she says, oh, God, that you would find her faithful. And, God, I thank you for doing it for your glory. For your namesake, your word declares signs and wonders follow them that believe. God, this call is full of believers. So, Lord, we ask today for this and these aneurysms that, Lord, you know what it is. God, I thank you even now that you will begin to move inside of her head, in her brain area. God, the blood vessels, the growth, whatever it is, Father, I thank you that if you can dry up the entire Red Sea, God, you've dried up brooks, you've dried up seas. And so, Lord, we thank you now. And God, I pray encouragement for this daughter. May she hold on in the name of Jesus, even like uh, when Paul and the ship that was broken up. God, it looked like every, the entire vessel was broken, but they hang on to, they hung on to to plank and to pieces. I thank you that it's not a plank or a piece, but she has you. The Lord is her portion, says our souls. So Father, I thank you for Demetra today being encouraged in her inner man. In the name of Jesus, may every report she hear from the doctor, from the anesthesiologist, from the specialist, that Lord, she turns them into prayer. She turns them into prayer. She takes what they give her, God, and she fights from her place. Hallelujah. Her seated place is in you, Lord God. So Father, we thank you. You've done it before. If she had a surgery in 2020 and it's 2023, then remind her of her past victory. God, it was David who remembered that I fought the lion and the bear. So when this uncircumcised Philistine is making noise and taunting the entire army of Israel, he remembered a past victory. May Demetra this morning remember a past victory, Lord God, and may she be encouraged this morning to believe yet again, you, the God of Abram, God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Jacob, and God of Demetra. God, let me remind her today of your faithfulness to her. And God, we thank you that you would do it for your glory. Hallelujah. We receive it, God. Hallelujah. God, we thank you for doing it even now in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Bless the Lord. Demetra, you stay in faith. Hallelujah. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. 
Amen. Anybody else? Good morning. Good morning. Did not say good morning. Would like to say good morning before we go to into love, life, and victory. New callers, you didn't offer your sound this morning. You've been a caller. You want to say good morning. We want to hear you this morning. Hi, good morning. This is dedicated to me. Happy Thursday. Thank you for your powerful declaration. Good morning. Thank you. Good morning, Jacqueline. It's Rochelle. I can barely hear you because I don't threw you way over there, honey. Great, great, great declaration. Love you. Good morning, Shell. Good morning. Good morning, Pastor Jackie. This is glorious, Gloria. God bless you. Thank you for that excellent, excellent, excellent declaration. Good morning, glorious. Good morning. All right. Hi, Claudia. Yes, good morning. Hey, so this is Moxie. Great declaration. Hey, great. Hey, sis, you know, good morning. So I love it. It'd be like, it's like this precise, like you are a ninja. You know what I mean? Like that precise, maybe the wrong analogy, but I know what I'm talking about. God, I no, love, love the declaration. <laughs> Amen. We're not going to let you, we're not, we're not going to let you talk you out of being you. you. Come on now. You all right? Thank you, Moxie. <laughs> You're welcome. Anybody else want to say good morning? morning? Fabulous Thursday. Yes. Yes. Good morning, Sister Jackie. This is persistent Priscilla, sharpshooter. That's what Moxie's saying. (laughs) Yes, you're a sharpshooter when it comes to the word of the Lord and your presentation. It was incredible. Great, great declaration. Thank you, sis. Thank you, sis. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's Natasha, and I just had to jump in behind my sisters and say, Fire. <laughs> so thank you, sis. I appreciate you. I love you. Have oh, amen. Great. Thank you, sis. Good morning. Good morning. Love you. Anyone Good morning. else? Good morning. <laughs> it's Krishanda. Great declaration. God bless you. Thank you, Krishanda. Good morning. All right. Going once. Anybody else before we go into love, life, and victory? Yes. Good morning. This is this is Patricia. Um, uh, patience, excuse me. <laughs> but anyhow, it was a beautiful decoration. I tell you, and my sister over there from doing the aneurysm. I I am like um, I'm on my way to the doctor's right now to the hospital right now. I had an aortic aneurysm probably about I don't know about five years, ten years ago, or something like that. And I'm still holding on with the Lord because it's there I breathe. It's the air that I breathe, and it's him. And and, 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 and let her go ahead and, 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 and just to encourage her to keep going stepping, you know? Yeah. And thank you for a beautiful decoration. It was so visual. I could see it. And then yeah. thank you for that. Praise God. Thank you, thank you Patience. Day. Thank you. I love, right. I love that you had to think back. You said five. Did you say five or ten years ago? Yeah, it was long. Listen, listen. If I don't hear encouragement on this line, come on now. So, somebody that has come come out of what you're in, glory to your name, God. Glory to you. It is by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. That is how we overcome. That it will be that what I'm dealing with right now, like five. She said five or ten. That's a big difference. Is I don't know if it was five or ten years ago. Glory to you, God. Yes. Um, yes, Yes. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. 
Thank you. All right. Anybody else? Then we're going to go into love, life, and victory. Anybody else? Somebody you waiting to unmute yourself and say good morning. Come on. Good morning. Good morning, Jacqueline. I just wanted to say I love your teaching. This is prosperous and just loved it. Love, love, love. Um, I love the reminders, but I'll get into that. Love, life, and victory. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you, prosperous. All right. Well, it is 11 after the hour, and so we want to give some time to love, life, and victory. Um, I think we can do a reminder to mute your phone. That way you'll be unmuting. Um, We can still hear hear everybody in case there's background noise for the non-speaker. So I hope, um, I look forward to hearing from you all. Love, life, and victory, questions, comments, uh, concerns, observations. That is what this time is set aside for. So let us begin. Ooh, let me double dutch in real quick. Hey, 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 Jacqueline. Hey. Yes. Moses' mother, oh, my God, you started with powerful. And you said, you know, she 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 was strategic, but she allowed God's wisdom. Waterproof a basket? Come on. In new times? Mm. I just have to think about that again. And and then, you know, you know when she looked at and you said how special Moses was, you know how we cook and then we put that extra little mm on something? That's 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 what that's what happened right there. That that was just amazing. And then mm-hmm. when you talked about the midwives, oh, even they had a purpose. Honey, I don't care what Pharaoh say, we hey y'all, this is what we gonna tell them. The Hebrew women are quick on the draw and we couldn't yep. go over there and be uh what's the word when we when we uh involved in a crime, uh, acquaintances. Oh, yeah. uh-huh, accomplice, uh-huh. Accomplice, yeah. We we can't do that. We can't do that because I know the real, true, and living God, uh-uh, there's something, the purpose, the why. Oh, my God. Jacqueline, just yeah. the, all that, the whole decla- declaration was off the hook. I love you. Thank you so much for breaking it down for Amen. every Thank one you. of them, e- each one of them, um, Moses' mom, Jonah, Jeremiah, they all had a purpose, an assignment for God's people, instructions that God gave that they had to do. They couldn't escape and they couldn't get away from it. It yes. had to be followed through. The purpose, the why had to be completed. It will not return to him void, but it will accomplish what he sent it out to. Oh, yes. Love you. Yes. Love yes. You. My God. My God. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Highlighting that fish, even the fish, everything has purpose. Love, life, and victory. Who's next? So I'll go ahead. Oh, I'm trying. I'll, try, I'm trying. Uh, I'll go after you. Okay. Um, real quick, I love how toward the end you came back and reminded us that purpose is intrinsic, already inside of you, and you ask your creator. You don't go and ask somebody else. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You ask your creator. You spend time. And when you said the purpose of the storm Mm -hmm. was to get Jonah's attention, that made me sit up. (laughs) The purpose of the storm was to get his attention and then contain him while he got his stuff together. That's the guy we served who was so gracious and so loving. Doesn't force us to go and do what he's called us to do, gives us an opportunity and even a space and gives us protection while we're figuring it out, 
while we're coming to him to ask our father the question so that we can understand and get in position to walk in purpose. It what you said so much. That that was just really good. I thank you. That was great. I appreciate Amen. you. Yeah, yeah. The storm has has purpose. There was somebody else speaking. Good morning. Good morning. I just wanted to say what stuck out to me was um God created everything in the purpose. And sometimes um I you know when I might not realize it, even like birds and like the bees, the bugs, you know, whatever he created, he created it for his purpose. And the scripture, um, what was it? My thoughts are higher than yours. My thoughts are your, are not your mm-hmm. thoughts. Mm-hmm. It just mm-hmm. reminded me how sometimes uh, I'm just going through a little bit of a tight place right now with the Lord. And it just reminded me like, yeah, your thoughts are higher, Lord. I think sometimes that's how the frustration can come because I'm thinking mm-hmm. in my little old way and not God's higher way, his purpose. So um, just, again, wonderful declaration. God bless everybody on the call. Amen. God bless you. You know, when we can realize because there because there is purpose in everything, when we're going through a difficult time, we can, I just was just listening to this this week, I'm going to use the word languish. We can languish in the thing and miss out on the fact that maybe this was for development. What if God is building something in me? What is he, what is he, this is here for, this is happening for a reason. So because I, what can I, I've been, come on, let's go back to Isaiah 43 and 10. What am I supposed to know about him now? What am I supposed to believe about him now? What is, what opportunity is being presented to me in this moment, in this situation, as undesirable, as difficult, as challenging as it is, if from the beginning I was chosen to know him, to believe him, and to understand that he is God, ask him in that moment, God, I need to know you. I want to believe you and I need to understand you in this, like not just in general, but specifically in this. And he'll do it. Love, life, and victory. Comments, questions, observations. Who's next? Good morning. Good morning. Hi, um, my name is Lashari, and I really um, enjoyed your uh declare and one of the things that had came to my mind when I was listening, uh talking about Moses' mom I, was mm-hmm. that um how she made the basket, right? Well, I know we've heard the story like time and time again. But this time I'm telling you like you can go back and read it again and you'll learn something new that you didn't even notice. But in talking about purpose, um one thing that came to me was that sometimes, you know, if you're the skills that you have that may already come easy to you, that you may already know how to do. The skills that we have um, have the ability to, one, reach people, help people, but also save their lives. And so mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, it's like people are waiting for us to put our skills in use and really put them in motion um, because it's it's going to be used to help somebody or to deliver somebody. Um, and just like, his mom or or anybody else. I know sometimes people want a purpose that's big and bright and shiny and everybody knows about it. And it's a big thing that gets you money and stuff like that. But sometimes it is your moment of shine is just that thing is just making that basket is something that was passed down because I don't, 
I wouldn't be surprised if Moses' mother had learned basket weaving from her mother and from her mother and her mother. Um, and just because she did that thing doesn't mean that she's less valuable or that she's, you know, no longer important. And I think that's something to remember is that sometimes our shine moment, it may, may not be as big as the next ones as we perceive it to be. But um, sometimes it's just for a time and sometimes it can change, I think. Um, and it's still great. It's still good. And God is still good. And he still loves us even still, because sometimes it seems like, you know, what am I doing right now? You feel like you could be like in a stale moment and then you go back into like, what's my purpose? And it's like, well, you're like, you're older now. So maybe it's something different. Maybe it wasn't what it was before. Maybe it should be something else. Um, or maybe you just living your life for God is enough, you know, um, and yeah. what you needed to do, you already did, or it'll come back around in a later moment um, for you to quote unquote shine again. But um, this is something that came to my mind when we were talking about um, Moses' mother and uh, her making the basket, you know, like her skill is what saves him. And her savviness, I think, as well, and determination and faith, but um, that skill of hers. Uh, really is what uh, I think really pushed that basket to where it needed to go or got Moses to where he needed to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Good morning. It's Krishanda. Um, Good morning. Again. <laughs> Good morning. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continually be in my mouth. You are such a good visual storyteller. Um, I just keep seeing the water and the dry land, the water and the dry land. And then yes. as everyone is speaking, hallelujah, that wherever we are, whatever situation we're in, he is there. God bless you. Thank you for your declaration. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's one of my favorite parts. I I know that God, even, he, even there's purpose in the words that are included in the scripture. So he didn't just say he vomited him out, but he says he vomited him out on dry land. He said, well, why is that significant? Well, it's, it's Jonah. It is reinforcing who Jonah says he is. Jonah, while you're running from God and upset with God, here we go. <laughs> he let you out. He didn't put him in a small um, area of the water or on the sand where it was wet. No, he vomited him out on dry land. So one of his own confessions, I stand on the fact that I am a Hebrew and I worship the God of dry land. And it was God who put me here on dry land. Amen. Amen. Who else would like to share this morning? Anyone? Good morning. Good morning. Hi, it's Dee Dee, Jacqueline, amazing. Uh, wow, you, you sound so much like Tan. I have to really listen. I'm like, they sound a lot alike. Um, oh. But your your Jay, sister, I was like, I love how you broke that down. And I never quite, like uh, one of the sisters said, it was so visual. I felt like I was watching each character, right? And it really blessed me. And it made me realize the purpose. And just recently I had a conversation with a good, good friend who has lost all of his siblings except for one. And he's had to make every arrangement, everything, pay for all of it, take care of the, you know, that's a lot. And some of them live out of state. And so Holy Spirit 
had me, <clears throat> excuse me, just encourage him that, it, and, and let me just add this, when you said the purpose, he has been set, God set him in a place where he could in his career um, financially do it all without even a, a, a hiccup, if that makes sense. And uh-huh. it's not, and he's, he's such a kind hearted person, but he's so heartbroken because when I tell you all except one sibling and his parent, everybody's gone. And so I just was thinking about that. Everything God uses, even in this, I'm, I'm, we're loving on him. My family and I are now, but I was thinking about the way he was saying, why, why am I the one? He's not the oldest, but he's the one who's had to take care of everybody's stuff. From the, mm-hmm. you know, planning the services to, and it's a lot, and, it, and he's weary right now. But I'm going to share what you said because it does make sense. We don't always understand, but but God's plan is what it is, and we got to know that. Just like when you were talking about he prepared the fish. I'm thinking about yes. Jaws. Now, you know that. Uh, you you ain't supposed to be whole. So Come he on. prepared that. So, Jonah, like you said, a place of just holding. And so he said, now release him because he, he's going to do what I told him to do, no matter how he's trying to, to go around the way. So I thank you, sister. And I, I, love, I can listen to you because you're, you're so, you just have this, it's a sweetness that I hear, but your teaching, you, you know the word. And I love the way you present it to us so we can understand it. And we, I felt like I was sitting in a big old theater watching a movie. <laughs> so I love you and thank you. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. For your friend, I will also offer you um, Isaiah 40 and 29. He gives power to the faint and to them that have no might, he increases strength. And I thank God that you all are there for him, um, you know, as a family and as a support. The scripture tells us uh, to to do good to others, especially to those of the household of faith. But we, when we, what disqualifies us from receiving the prize is fainting. So if we don't give up, we'll continue. Just keep going, keep going. The race isn't given to the swift, neither to the strong, but those who endure to the end. But we shall receive in due season if we don't faint. And so he even tells us, I have a resource. I have, uh, I have something that I give you if you ever feel faint. And it's in Isaiah 40, 29. He gives power to the faint. So I speak power to your friend, and to him that has no might, he increases strength. So may God give him power and increase strength. Thank you. You're welcome. Anyone else? I don't. Anyone? I don't know if you've ever considered doing like biblical voiceover, but that might be a thing. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> this is prosperous again. Um, uh, that, that hit me what Dee Dee was saying. I, I got, I get it. Um, cause a lot of times some people might think, oh, cause you have the finances, you're good. It's an emotional weariness. I felt, I, I totally get, get it with your friend. Um, so prayers. And I was just, I had up here cause I have been reminded and you mentioned it too, Jacqueline, about that book, The Purpose Driven Life. And mm-hmm. I always remember his, uh, I think it started off this way and it like really caught me off guard. The a book was like, it's not about you. <laughs> you know, it's got like, it, it started, it started off like that. It's not about you. And um, I was just going to read real quick. It says the purpose of your life is far greater than your own personal fulfillment, your peace of mind, or even your happiness. And then it talks about the Bible in second Corinthians four or five, 
our message is not about ourselves. It is about Jesus Christ as the Lord. Um, just wanted to share that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Anyone else? Yeah, sorry, I couldn't get myself muted. This is the other Didi, your accountability Hi, accountability partner, Didi. And yes. thank you for this declaration. I think back to when we were in our class and when I was first paired, and I would share with you that if you ever spoke somewhere, let me know because I would come. But who knew that I could call in to hear you speak? Didn't have to buy a plane ticket or anything. I get to hear you for free and get a word that was needed for me this morning um, and something that I can share with others. So thank you for your declaration, and I am glad I caught you this morning. Thank you, Dee Dee. I'm glad you were here. Anyone else? Hi, Pastor Jackie. This is glorious again. I just, um, the, your entire declaration blessed me. And, and using the um, the J examples that you gave us um, helps to clarify for those who may not, not uh, be clear that everything is God-ordained. Everything is in God, under God's control. And he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above whatever things we may ask, think, or even imagine according to his power that is at work. So I, yes. I'm grateful. I'm grateful that even even in my mess up or even in my Jonah, even when I wanted to try to be Jonah, he still redirected so that his purpose gets fulfilled. So I'm grateful. So I thank God. It gives us a, an opportunity to look at our own life situations and see that God's hand has been, is, and will be on us because he is God, and he purposed us for his glory. So thank you so much. Amen. Amen. Thank you. We'll call these. We'll call this the credits. You know, at the end of the movie, especially a Marvel movie, if you stay until the end, you get some bonus content. Um, some of you know this, but I never assume that if you teach a room like no one knows anything, then you don't miss anyone. Um, but Jonah, as I think it was, it was Krishanda that just read, or whoever just read from the Purpose Driven Life. It's not about you. Jonah was upset with these people. When we are self-righteous and we think that they don't deserve it, God cared about the people that were there. And the obedience of Jonah, the obedience of Jonah caused 120,000 people to live. Their lives were going to be snuffed out. But because God's prophet finally obeyed, he went on the assignment, he got to Nineveh, and he preached against it, and they repented. And there were 120,000 people, plus Jonah, whose life was spared. Jonah could have died in the, in the sea. 
But when he finally got his mind together and went on and, and did what he was supposed to do, God cared about the people of Nineveh as he does care about us. And he wants us to get it. So we have purpose in our existence and our sharing the good news and telling others about him. We're not preaching. We're not, we don't have to speak King James in the, in whatever vocabulary and vernacular that you use, share the message with others so that they too, like the people at Nineveh, I mean, I'm talking family reunions, uh, cookout, birthday parties, wherever it is that you are, your life is an example. But sometimes we know when the Holy Spirit opens the door, we get to experience um, a moment to share and to tell them about God who loves them and wants their life to be saved. 120,000 people as a result of what he did. And then lastly, I want to tell you that uh, because God uses anything, as it was reiterated about the papyrus reeds and how the skill that she learned, she likely, she, Yohebit, saw someone else doing that. I want to encourage somebody that has been fired from a job that has lost an opportunity. But you know what they can't take is intellectual property. We sometimes get exposed to things in places that become the thing that we use in the next place. As a result of being here, I might have, they might have let me go. They might have laid me off. However, but I'm no longer with that company, especially if you have any heartburn about how you left and it wasn't fair. But you know what? God placed you there for purpose. And if you paid attention to the systems and the, um, the processes and the procedures in place, you get to take that information with you. You might not have the form, but you know, oh, at my last job, we used to do this. Or I've had a job in the past where we did that, and that's exactly what's needed for this business. You might become a consultant for someone based on simply what you learned at this place that you're now no longer a part of. He uses everything. So before we focus on that, they let me go, I can't believe it. If there's something that if you need to be justified in your cause and you believe that you, you know, it was done wrongfully, then do what you got to do. But sometimes it is, you know what, I might have left. Um, in, in a way that I did not prefer, but what I learned while I was there, they cannot take, and I can now use it to perhaps build something that will save someone else, that will help create some revenue for myself, for my family, to cause me to support someone, someone else in their ministry or business. So even in the loss of, uh, of an employment or an opportunity with an employer, if I was there and I was able to see something, then I see it as an opportunity. I learned something, and that is a transferable skill that I can use somewhere else. I know I said one more time, but before we go, in case somebody else sitting on mute or wanted to say something, one more, one more time for Love, Life, and Victory. Any comments, questions, observations that you want to hey, share? Hey, Jacqueline. Hey. Hello. Christina Joy. I wanted to say it's a great share. I um, was at my desk. I'm going to listen to this. I was listening, but I'm going to listen some more because you gave so many um, just good nuggets. Um, even about when you were talking about you can get a sabbatical, you can run away from it like Jonah, but your purpose is still your purpose. Even down to um, Moses' mother building the, the basket, who, who taught her that? How it was probably a pass down skill. Um, it just reminds me. I remember one time I went to see uh, Les Brown and he was saying, I didn't know anything about him, but he was saying that his grandmother was a, um, uh, I guess like a, like a, 
she used to be, I don't know if she was a slave, but she was a descendant of the slave in that area. Anyway, she had spoken to like a couple thousand people and they had a statue of her and his mother. And he said all that because the significance of it was his mother gave him up for adoption when he was a baby. So he didn't know where he came from. And he didn't know why he was always so good at speaking to large crowds and just had this thing for it until his son traced his lineage and realized that it was always in him to uh-huh. do this, even though he didn't even know. So, you know, you don't know why, you don't know why he was given away, but he knew his purpose still was his purpose and it was going to come to pass just like with Moses. So this is great yes. shared. So yes. awesome. Thank you. All right. If there's no one I'm, else, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna hop in oh, go one more time because <laughs> I could we could talk about this for a minute. I love how you um, brought back to the point that Jonah was finally obedient, and how many people were saved by his obedience. Because imagine yeah. what would have happened had he not been obedient. My my mom used to say about her her dad, my granddad, he would beat a dead horse saying the same thing over and over and over again, right? But repetition, um, mm-hmm. we talked about this before on the call. People are waiting for you to get it together, to get out uh-huh. of the storm and do what it is that God has purposed you to do. So I love that you, and it it's inside of us all along. They're waiting, waiting for you to get yes. it together. That yes. was good. Yeah. Good reminder. So I would that we all declare that today of ourselves. I have purpose. I have purpose. And in your quest to know what it is, it's in God. It's in the word. Go to him. But if you've never said that or, or maybe not even said it, but I want you to believe that. I want us to know it and to believe that you, I, we have purpose. Tell that your children, so we, we can confess it ourselves, not projecting onto someone else, but for, with your own mouth, tell your grandchildren. So get somebody today. You begin with yourself, beginning first in Jerusalem, first at home. I have purpose. And even if you don't believe it, I want you to say it anyway until you do. Keep saying it. It's true because God said it. And then teach others in your life. Get your children, your grandchildren, your coworker that's going through something. Girl, you know you have purpose? Yeah, no. Well, say it. I want to hear you say it. Huh? Say it. Say, I have purpose. Because it's different when we're confessing a thing. So that's what I leave us with today, an assignment, a charge to confess it and to believe it. And then do the same thing with somebody else. Go tell someone else remind them and challenge them to declare it. I have purpose. So we'll pray and you all have a wonderful day. Father, we thank you for this time that we've had together. Lord God, I thank you that you give increase to your word. I thank you for the purpose that you have placed in the earth and everything that you created. God, I thank you that you're at work in everything. You're using it all. It's working together for our good. It's not just working, but it's working together for our good. So thank you for the purpose, even of this call of today, of God, this hour of this moment. We thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in us, what you're doing for us. And God, we bless you and we honor you today. It's in Jesus' name we pray and give thanks. Amen. 
God bless you all. Have a good day. Have a good day, everyone. God bless. Have a good day. Thank you. Peace and blessings. Blessings on your day. Is that for hang up?